Welcome to Smashing the Plateau. We help you get unstuck so you can do what you love and get paid what you're worth consistently. I'm your host, David Schreiner Khan. As I lie there on that bathroom floor, I heard this very strong voice of words in my head, and it was, you are the common denominator in it all. Today on episode 483 of Smashing the Plateau, I'm here with mindset success strategist, Bellany Deshang. I'm going to ask Bellany why the source of your beliefs can cause recurring plateaus and much more. Find out more about Bellany along with all of our previous episodes at smashingtheplateau.com. Now let's welcome Bellany Deshang. Bellany is a mindset success strategist, an international speaker, and international best-selling author. She's an expert in the field of personal and professional development, serving an international audience. Bellany has had the honor of speaking at Harvard Business School, PayPal, Gallaudet University in Washington, D.C., and various TV interviews. Through Bellany's own personal trials and successes, she has developed unique programs that have afforded thousands of people the opportunity to live more abundant lives, both personally and professionally. For over 24 years, Bellany has provided programs that have helped thousands of people have greater and more loving relationships, career and business growth, and financial breakthroughs. Those who know Bellany and her incredible work fondly refer to her as Keeper of the Heart. Bellany, welcome to the show. It's so great to have you on. Hey, David. Thank you. It's great to be here. A mindset success strategist. What happened in your life that caused you to focus on mindset in the first place? Well, that's a very interesting question, David, because the first 35 years of my life, I wasn't even aware that I had a mindset. I just kind of woke up in the morning and I just did what was kind of like sitting on my face, what had to be done in the day. And really in my life, I unfortunately, I had no idea that what was going on in out in front of me in the circumstances of my life really had much to do with me. It was just more of responding to the circumstances that life brought me was the mindset I had at that time. And then totally unbeknownst to me, there was a lot going on that was kind of hidden from my view. It's like you, you can't see it. You don't know it's there, but yet it's like this process of decisions and choices being made on your behalf and you not even realize it. And that's how I had lived my life. And I was highly successful in business. I didn't have formal education, was not meaning college education. And I started out in my life with entrepreneurial family and then struck out and when never knew how to do a job that I was ever hired for. I just knew I could do it. And I would take it on. And I was highly successful in what I did. But yet, unbeknownst to me, in my personal life, there were things that were creating disasters over and over in my life. And I was unaware of why. I just thought that I kept finding the wrong relationships and the wrong people in my life. Only to find out later that that really wasn't the truth at all. So it was very, it's like, it was like going through life, David, with blindfolds on and just making choices 
with blindfold. And um, that's about the best way I know how to describe it because I was going through the motions. Bellany, when these disasters were going on in your personal life, were there disasters going on in your business life as well? Or was your business life humming along just fine? My business life was humming along just fine. It was amazing at, you know, how, and I, and I can, David, I can look at people and see the package. And so the package looked good for me. I was attractive female. I did exceptional, like in Houston, I was the first, this is really going to tell my age, David, you ready for this? I was the first female outside sales representative calling on businesses with what at that time was called a sharp electronic calculator. And it was the first handheld. I had never done anything like that in my life, but yet I could accomplish anything I wanted to accomplish in business. Went on to be highly successful in the mortgage industry for 27 years. And I, but I couldn't, I just couldn't get over the relationship side of my life. I was just creating one disastrous marriage and relationship and divorce and marriage over and over until it just caught up with me, meaning emotionally, I couldn't deal with it. And at that point, that began to spread over into my business. And I was then beginning to make decisions in my business world in coming from trying to hold on to my marriage relationship. And not that we shouldn't make decisions like that around our families, but it was impacting. And I was going into a slope of failure into my business at that point. And David, I, you know, that led me into those disaster choices in my life entirely. I mean, I literally by age 35 and facing what I was facing at that time, I was a suicide attempt. And when I woke up on my bathroom floor, it was a, it was, you know, not only tragic that I went that far, but in my moment of that circumstance, it was so tragic for me that where I had begun to fail and felt like failing in all areas of my life, where I was failing, now I not only had to face that in the world, I also had to face the, the realization that I'd failed even at that, even at trying to end it all, I had failed again. And as I lie there in that bathroom floor, I heard this very strong voice of words in my head. And it was, you are the common denominator in it all. And those words, though I knew what common denominator meant as a meaning, I never saw what it really meant in my life to be the common denominator in the good and the bad and that was showing up in my life. And I made a promise on that bathroom floor that I would not only discover what that meant in my life and live a new life, that I would stand up and live a new life, but I also would know how to make a difference and impact in the world, that that was my mission was to make a difference and that people lived consistent with the experience of love in their life and knowing how to make choices differently. I didn't know how to do it. 
I didn't even care. I didn't know, David. It was just, I just knew that's where I was going. It completely and totally changed my entire life. Everything changed. Bellany, how necessary do you think it is for anyone to have that kind of major trigger incident before being able to take take control of their lives? Well, I think everybody at some point in time, if there if there are things that are just running inconsistent with who the person truly is, and that's what was happening for me, who I am that I was not connected with, what who I am was living inconsistent. And I didn't know how to do it. David, it was not something of know-how. It became an inner change in my life. And when I, to answer for others, I mean, I watch people and I work with people on a daily basis. And our company has since 1993. We have been building, helping people build their lives the way they, like in their favor, the way they'd like to live their life. And you know, I, I want to talk a minute in this about the, the part of positive thinking. I was not a negative thinker. I was a positive thinker all my life. My dad used to always tell me, honey, think of peaches and ice cream. You know, like there's always something positive in everything. And so I was a very positive thinker. I just couldn't figure out why I was making choices that were repeating patterns in my life, which were absolutely dictating me heading out and living somewhere that was not where I wanted to be. I was not accomplishing what I wanted to accomplish in my life. And I had children, you know, I so I really made a commitment to discover what dictates that? I haven't met anyone at this point, positive thinking or negative thinker or however they think. I've never met a person in my life that didn't have some challenge or challenges in their business, in their relationships around money that they are not, they're not conquering. They're not getting beyond it in a permanent fashion. And that's the transformation. That's what is so important. I could solve a problem even in my own life a little bit for, but before I knew it, I was repeating the pattern in the area of relationship. That's just happened to be where it started for me. We are a whole person. We are an individual whole person. So there is no person at work and person at home. We may behave as if we are different, but we are all one piece. And eventually what's not working in our life will impact other parts of our life through stress, through can affect our health, just our thinking in general. So I was a very positive thinker, but positive is insufficient. Positive is insufficient. If you have a belief system, and this is the whole point, if you have a belief system that is not in alignment with the result you're looking to produce in your life, then you will not produce it. Your belief system has to be in alignment with the direction that you want to end up in, where you're going. And that was the part that began to really shift my life exponentially. I spent eight years, David, from 1985 um, until 1993, totally in a state of what I call inquiry. I didn't take anything that showed up in my world, circumstantially or situationally, I didn't take any of it as total face value. I looked inward with, okay, if this is in my life and I'm the common denominator for everything that's in my life, then how is it that, what is it in the mechanism within me that has me 
save this this way. So I took the blinders off. It was like somebody had just peeled the layers off of my eyes and I could see how and why I was making choices that I made. And by 1993, I had completely transformed my life. I went from nothing. And when I went to that bathroom floor, David, all in one matter of 30 days, I was totally broke. My automobile had been repossessed. I had three real estate properties. One was my home and two were other rental properties. All went to foreclosure. My home was going to foreclosure, of which the first part of that change occurred just miraculously and it did not go to foreclosure. I learned how to say and align my beliefs with, I learned how to change and align my beliefs with the kind of results I wanted. So therefore, my home didn't go to foreclosure. It sold the day before foreclosure. Incredible things begin to occur when you can see the source of your belief system. Positive thinking is an attempt, if you're trying to overcome something, positive thinking is an attempt to overcome a belief that is inconsistent with where you're trying to get. So I learned how to discover what was the source that dictated my beliefs that then determined my thoughts, my chatter in my mind, which then predicted the actions that I took in my life and how I felt around my life, my response mechanism, and then therefore created the results that I was living in my life. And once I could get to what that source is, then everything changed. Belief changed, thought changed, actions, the way I felt, all that changed, and the outcomes. I can throw, very happy to say that I have 31 years of marriage to the same person that's an incredible marriage, even each day we live and in a very, very successful business of training other people how to find the source and eliminate the beliefs that are taking them down the wrong path or just not giving them what they're after in their life. Yeah. So let's actually repeat that, Bellany. So positive thinking is an attempt to overcome a belief that is inconsistent. Right. So if you, so I was a positive person. So I want to separate the idea of being a positive person and being a positive thinker with the attempt to overcome something that is not working out the way you want it to. So let's take an example. The examples and stories are always a good way to to, uh, describe that. So let's say someone is wanting to take their business to, you know, smash the plateau, right? And they're wanting to get it to the next level and they're struggling and they're not able to, to bust through it. They know they could, you know, it's like, I know I can, but it's not happening. Well, it's not happening because they have a belief Something they cannot, maybe not even see the belief, but they have a belief and that that is not consistent with what they're trying to accomplish. There's something that's like they've done well up to this point or they've been they've they've handled maybe even tougher things up to this point. But now they're stuck for whatever reason. They just can't seem to bust that plateau and move to the next level, whatever that level is. So positive thinking will not do that because it is an attempt to. Apply positive thought processes on top of a belief system because positive thinking is the thought channel. So if your belief system about you or what you can accomplish is not 
consistent with what you want, then positive thinking is a Band-Aid. And it just doesn't change the thought. It doesn't change because the belief is going to always go right on top of the thought process. The belief determines the thought. So if you have belief determining thought, and then you have thought that is determining how you act, behave, feel, and respond, then that's how you're going to act, think, believe, and respond. And then you're going to get the kind of results that that action will produce. So now what we do at Live a Choice and what I taught myself to do and what we do is that we define the belief that's getting in the way. So the belief that's determining the thought that then determines the action, that then determines what you get and how you how you build your business, your life, your money, or whatever. We define what, the, we see what the belief is, but then we go and find this magic little piece. And this is the key to what we do. And this is why our clients change their lives, their relationships, their financial picture, their careers. We find the source that is determining their belief system. When we can find the source, we can complete it. And then the beliefs will then change and align with what they're after and provide the pathway for new thought, new action, new results. Like break the plateau, if you will. Right. So when you talk about the source, Bellany, is it the source that's causing the belief that's not consistent with what they're trying to accomplish? Absolutely. It's holding that belief in place. And it's made up. It's just not the truth. But it doesn't matter because you believe it. Say so. If we if we were going to look at a at a story as an example, since you've now shared your story, what was the source in your case that was inconsistent? I found probably about twenty or twenty five sources that has created the inconsistency. So one of the sources was that I. So we'll go back to the cause of that particular story because we're just going to use this story right now. So in that story around relationship, which led me to the bathroom floor, was how I, the source of my beliefs was that I'm, who I am is left, that I'm left, I'm abandoned, I'm left. But for me, it's, it's very specific words because it's the words that you make up. And as a little bitty girl, I made that word, I made that up, that who I am is left. And it's irrelevant about how and why at this point, but that was a source. And so in that source, what with that source, my belief system has many, many, many beliefs that are consistent with me making certain that I never get close to that source belief that who I am is left. And then in the end, I'm going to be left. So what occurred and transpired circumstantially, because mine was relationship at that point. Mm -hmm. I've landed a lot of them around business now, but at that point, that's what it was. So what was occurring is that in my relationships, I would bail out at the first argument. I'd be gone. And if I was married, it would be a divorce. I would exit. I would leave. And I would leave because the pain of who I am is left, which is hidden from my view. I don't know it. I can't see it. I don't hear it. It is just hidden from my view. It's something I tucked away. 
I'm now rendered incapable of staying and working anything out. So I created disaster after disaster in relationship. What occurred at the last divorce or situation was my husband, guess, I want to ask you, David, what do you think happened that drove me to the bathroom floor in that relationship, given what you know about the source? That you were feeling abandoned. Well, he left. He left before I got out. Mm. So I then was face to face with that source that I made up as a little bitty girl. So not only did you feel left behind or abandoned, you were abandoned. Yeah. And as far as I is emotionally based on this theory, that's exactly what took place. And there was no, the pain was far too great for me to experience. So once I found, now that's later, right? That's over this eight year period of time when I'm, I'm living as I, you know, explained a while ago, I'm living in this place of inquiry. What's going on? What's going on in here that has me see the, see my life the way that it is. And I spent eight years in that inquiry. And then I found that. And then I found other things, and then things began to change. And my whole life began to present itself differently. I was far more successful in my business and in 19, and in my own personal life, needless to say, to have a fabulous, happy marriage. And we just, we don't, there's no left thing going on there anymore. It's done. When I found the source, it's handled, it's finished. So then what occurred in 1993, a very dear friend of mine came to me and said, um, I want you to start teaching what you've done in your life. And I thought she was pretty insane. <laughs> but uh, I said, you got to be kidding me. She says, no, you can do this. And I said, well, I, yeah, I, I can do it. And so in 1993, I presented my first course and uh, created it. And basically everything's history. I've been leading courses across the United States. My clients are global and, and in Canada. And I mean, they're all over the place, Switzerland. And I've been leading, we have an entire system of defining and finding what those sources are. Um, and then therefore being able to just watch all of people's belief systems shift and change and then their um, mindset changes with it. And then from that, their actions change and, and they're just highly successful in both business and professional, I mean, professionally and personally in their lives. And Bellanie, what are some of the signs that people should be watching for that may clue them in that this kind of transformation would be really helpful to them? The most important thing for them to see is any area in their life where they have repeating patterns that are not what they, you know, not what they desire, that they're not conquering some area of their life where they're just repeating patterns over and over. So you can have people who will say, well, the thing I want more than anything in the world is to, is to have uh, financial freedom. I hear that a lot, especially from solopreneurs. And it's like, I just, I want financial freedom. And so they'll get out of debt. And then in a very short period of time, they've rebuilt that debt. 
And then they'll do what they can to get out of it. And then in a very short period of time, they've rebuilt the debt. So it's those re that cyclical behavior that over and over pattern showing up in any area of your life is something that is being dictated by something they can't see. And when you when they find that, when you get to that and you get to that source, a lot of times people will think they're, you know, they'll hit a belief and go, oh, that's it. So I'll give you an example of that. I've had, you know, you we've all probably heard people say, and maybe have even said ourselves at some point in time in our lives, we said, well, you know, I used to think I was afraid of failure, but then I got to that belief and I found that belief called I'm afraid of failure. But then all of a sudden, nothing changed. It still didn't change just because I knew I had a belief called I'm I'm afraid of failure was in, it's like it's insufficient. Nothing's changing. It doesn't it was just good information. And so now I'm beginning to think maybe what I believe is I'm afraid of success. You're still bathing in that pool of beliefs. You're not getting to the source. What's the source of someone feeling that they are believing that who they are is afraid of failure? There's a source to that. And when you get that, then the whole belief is irrelevant. It just dissipates. And so oftentimes I just see people moving between beliefs, one belief after the next. So for them to spot exactly where they are having repeating patterns in their life or in their business or repeating patterns in the way they do things in their business that's not getting them where they want to go, that's the A number one signal that there is something they cannot see that is hidden from their view that if it were disclosed and found, it would handle it completely and finally in their life and the patterns will stop. Yeah, it's, it's, it seems like a recurring plateau. That's correct. A recurring plateau. Very good. Awesome. Yes, exactly right. Bellany, what's what's in store for you in the future? Well, Wayne, there's so many great things happening, David. I'm so excited to share. In September, we're going to launch a TV show we've spent the last year filming. Very excited about that. Uh, my business partner, Michelle Sism with Decisive Minds, and I have worked hand in hand with one another since like 2011. And um, she works with the entrepreneurial business strategy with the client. And then I work the mindset strategy hand in hand with the same client as well. So we decided since we had been so successful with people over all these years and they're building their businesses and as you might say, right, busting through their plateaus, then we decided we got approached about a TV show. We started filming it last year and the episodes will start out in September. So you want to watch for that. The name of the show is Mind Your Own Business. So we're excited about that. And uh, and we're also launching an academy to train uh, other coaches who already have successful businesses that as a coach, um, this mindset strategy process that we use because we, David, we do one-on-one -on -one coaching, but we truly have a system uh, within Live It Choice. And the system uh, is how people progressionally come through and transform their life permanently. So it's learning all of the mechanism behind what's happening, that we have these source 
things going on and then how to discover them and then how to create your life ahead of you and then how to implement those actions. So it's a system we've built at Live It Choice. It's not just a one-on-one throw it at you, coach you kind of thing because we are building a mindset that is uh, permanently shifted. And so we're excited about the TV show. I'm really excited about it and uh, a lot of other things that are happening. But that's I think that's probably top of the mind for me right now. Yeah, and and Melanie, by the way, the name of your business really symbolizes the way, uh, A, the kind of transformation that people go through and the way they live their lives after the transformation. That's true because we are making choices. Do you know, David, we make over 350,000 choices a day. And I ask people often, uh, how many of those do you think you consciously made, right? So we do make over 350,000 choices a day. And so when we live at choice, we're living at a conscious state of choice. That whole mess that I ended up in, which really and truly had it not been for that, I would not have, I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing right now. There's just, I, I can't even imagine it. So the choices we make are either coming from those sources, that hidden part of our thinking, or the other than conscious part of our mind, or our choices are being made by conscious state of awareness. So live at choice means to, it's kind of like live at the beach. It's like live at choice, live there at the state of consciousness um, each and every moment of the day. And that's what makes the work so powerful. So thank you for calling attention to the name. Yeah, no, it's a great name. Bellany, if somebody wants to go deeper with anything you've shared today or learn more, where would they go? Well, they certainly can contact us directly at wecare at liveatchoice.com. You can visit us at our website at liveatchoice.com. And, you know, I'm out there in Facebook. We have a Live It Choice uh, page in Facebook and Bellany Deshaun and Facebook as well. You know, I used to have a, a unique name until Facebook came out and then I Googled it and found out there's a whole lot of Bellanies out there. So I had to apply the last name with everything you and come through the joy of sharing that name with other people. So, um, yeah, so finding me in social media under Bellany Deshaun and, uh, and then visiting our site at liveatchoice.com. Great. And Bellany, do you have a free gift you'd like to offer our audience? I would. You know, I'm presenting a really awesome webinar on positive thinking. So I'd really like to invite your listeners to join me on that webinar. And you find it at liveatchoice.com forward slash positive thinking. Sounds great. Well, Bellany, thank you so much for taking the time to join us today on Smashing the Plateau. And share your story and share your insights. My guest today has been mindset success strategist and CEO of Live It Choice, Bellany Deshaun. Thank you again, Bellany, for joining us. Thank you, David, for having me. When you visit the Smashing the Plateau website at smashingtheplateau.com, you'll find a summary of each episode along with the links we mentioned on the show. Today, we discussed why the source of your beliefs can cause recurring plateaus and how Bellany made a mindset shift that transformed her life and her business. I hope you'll share this episode with friends and colleagues to help them smash the plateau. Remember to subscribe on whatever platform you listen on and leave a review if you can. 
Thank you for taking the time to listen to our show. I'll see you on our next episode.